Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, we're continuing the message we began at the beginning of the week where Bishop Clark used Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 as the foundation scripture for part 2 of the message, In God We Trust. All of these behaviors and these things that we have from childhood all the way up until now. See, I never liked anybody. I didn't like my sister. And now you're saved, sanctified, supposedly filled with the Holy Ghost. When are you going to start acting like Jesus? The Bible says that Judas betrayed him, yet he washed his feet. He knew he betrayed him. He knew he betrayed him. Yet he girdled himself. And he washed Judas' feet. I want you to think about that. If Jesus can let his guard down, and he knew he betrayed him, why are you so guarded? I believe God wants us to be watchful, but he doesn't want us to be distrusting. There's a delicate balance there. Amen. I'm a better pastor when I trust. Now, you can mess that up, but not me. If I trust you, I trust you. I don't walk around with suspicions. That's not how I function. God delivered me from that. I realized that that was a weakened emotion. It's weakened. God is my protector. Now, don't get me wrong. I watch as well as pray. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I watch as well as pray. I'm not sleeping on the job. I'm always watching and I'm always praying, but I don't allow it to become distrust in my soul. Are y'all with me? Look at yourself. Where you at, lady? Where you at? Where you at? I like psychologists, man. They seem to be, even though they don't want to say Jesus, they all in the Bible. Can't say Jesus, can't say the Bible, but you all in it. You'll know them by the fruit. They were faith, behavior, and what you say, and what you say should build trust. Thank you, Jesus. Your behaviors are mere evidence for the eternal or internal mental state that you're in. So usually... You'll know them by the fruit they bear. That's what psychologists say is that your behavior is an indicator of your mental state. What you do, how you function, tells me where your mind is. The scriptures say you'll know them by their fruit. Okay? They don't want to say I got it from the Bible. But I'm trying to show you how close it is. We all need to trust. So if you want me to trust you or you want a friend to trust you, do the right thing. Over a period of time, trust will grow. 
And if they do that for you, allow trust to begin to grow in your life. It's better to trust. The heart is designed to trust. It's designed to trust. Now I want you to think about it. What is a heart attack? It's when the heart dies. A portion of the heart doesn't get oxygen. That's what it means. And when that heart, part of the heart doesn't get oxygen, it dies or becomes hard. Okay? Now I want you to think about that. Emotionally, you can't allow your emotions to become hard like that because no blood can pump through it. You can't feel nothing. Okay? Right now, what's selling around the world is a callous mind. A callous, a, a man that walks around, never cries, shows emotions. This is what soul, this is how he operates. Just that kind of spirit means that his heart isn't really pumping right. Especially with ladies. What is that? But I'm telling you what's selling millions. Drop your pants, get some tattoos, and walk around like that. Everybody wants that. Yeah, that's ooh, that's my that's my savior. Really? Can't feel nothing? You don't feel nothing? You can't cry? You never feel fear? You don't express any hurt, no emotions? It's not healthy, it's animalistic. We're not instinctive. We have emotions. And you got to learn how to work with it. That's how God wired us. He wired me to trust. That's when my heart, my emotional heart, is pumping with a lot of warm blood. When I walk around and I can trust. When I look at a baby and I see a purity. Not nah, you just like your, you look just like your daddy. Ooh. Because I knew your daddy. Think about where we at. Why can't we give the baby a clean slate? Why we can't we give a new friendship in church a clean slate? Why do we got to judge the relationship based on what happened years ago? We need to trust again. So what is trust? Psychologist says, here are some possibilities. Trust will always produce a set of behaviors. Such as acting in ways that depends on another person. Acting in ways that depends on another person. Now, this is going to mess you up now because people will say, I don't depend on nobody. I stand on my own two feet. And I'm telling you, if you don't depend on no one, you don't trust anybody. If you have a partnership, you have to trust the partnership. You progress with partnerships. Go to Shark Tank. Introduce a business to them. Okay. Who's backing you now? That's what they're going to ask. Who's backing you? You're coming to us with a business deal. I have enough money to finance your whole business. But you, who did you galvanize before you came here? What kind of support do you have in your own community? Well, I don't have anything. I just have zero. But I want you to trust me that I can make the money. They're going to say, you need to go back to the drawing board. Because when you come here, I'm looking for partnerships. Then I tell you what, I have the money where I can take you to the next level, but I want a portion of it. I want to own a part of your company. That's what they're going to tell you. 
What if you say, I don't trust nobody. Nobody can have any portion of it. I want it all. Well, you're going to be standing by yourself. Because that's not how business works in America. It doesn't work that way in church either. I stand in the pulpit as the chief priest here in the church. But I need partners if I'm going to become successful. And I understand that. The motto of Palm Bay used to be years ago, progress through partnership. Even when they changed the motto, I didn't change it. When I came to the city, that was the motto of the city. And the city moved away from it and said, Palm Bay, a perfect place to stay or a perfect place to grow. But I kept it. We progress through partnerships. And I want to progress. I can't do that without trust. Trust produces a set of behaviors such as acting in ways where you depend on another. Trust is convinced that a person will behave or act or work in a certain way. It is convinced that a person will behave, act, or work in a certain way. Trust is also a mental attitude toward a purposed intent, a mental attitude. So if I trust Elder Hubbard, if I trust him with a portion, I have a mental attitude toward a purposed intent that he will carry out his duty. And he has to believe that I'm going to do mine, my part. That's where we get the word team. Together, everyone achieves more. Together, Every one of us can achieve more because together we create synergy. And our synergistic efforts can do more than one person does. Can the church say amen? amen. All right, so I'm entrusting Elder Hubbard and I have an attitude toward a purposed intent. That he's dependable, that he's loyal, that he's trustworthy. And reliable to handle what he's entrusted to do. If I entrust it with him, go to sleep, wake up at two in the morning, because I don't know if he's going to do it. I don't know if he's going to do it. Then I'm really not trusting him. I have to trust that he's dependable. That trust is developed based on his words and his behavior. I want you to get this because trust is a deeper sense of confidence, not just confidence, but a deeper sense of confidence. So much so, well, I don't have to work at that anymore. The person I trust, they have that. I don't have to get my blood pressure up. I have to work with it. A couple of years ago, Will Lloyd invited me out to Patrick Air Force Base, and he was in a part of a leadership institute. Are you still doing that, Will? And uh, Will is training uh, young airmen and how to develop their leadership and uh, the leadership institute I think Johnny Stevens took me out there. Did, Johnny did, did you take me out there Johnny Stevens where is he oh yeah Johnny um, didn't you take me out there and uh, we went to the institute, right? And they had this nice little room where all of the airmen came in. They had their iPads and they were able to sit down and get some instruction, right? 
There's no way that Will could run, even though he was a major player out there. I saw a team, and I, I saw an admin section there where each one of the leaders had their own office, where they were working together to develop these, these young airmen. Okay? Now, there could be no squabbling in the back or one thinking they were higher than the other. They all came together. Will had his part, and the other people on the team had their part to do for the purposed intent of making sure those airmen grew in their leadership. They're sending, the Air Force is sending airmen from all around the country to go through this course. The Commandant didn't do it. The, the secretary of the Air Force wasn't there doing it. He put Will in charge. Now his job is to make sure those, those young people were trained. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So the same thing happens in church. He was entrusted with that and guess what? He was proud of it and he was on the job. He was doing his part. He ain't trying to work and see what somebody else is doing. What am I called to do? I'm going to do that. I'm going to stick with that. Therefore, they can trust him. The way they show it is to promote, not based on him standing there, but based on what he's doing every day, every single day, every single day. That's how we create synergy. When everybody does that, you'll start seeing making movement in the organization. That's what God does. He has a deeper feeling. Even when he trusts us. Let's talk about the unshakable. I talked about what psychologists do. I talked about the true definition of trust. I talked about the family of trust. I talked about uh, a legal document called living trust. Let's talk about God's trust. Write it down. Trust in God is an unshakable, an unshakable confidence in the Lord. It's an unshakable Confidence in the Lord. It's to be steadfast. Because God is steadfast. Then we are immovable. Because God is immovable. We are consistent. Because God is consistent. We are unwavering. Because God never wavers. Once he sets his attention on something. He goes for it. Trust signifies the confidence in and the dependence we place on him. The confidence and the dependence we place on him. In God, we trust. We can trust him with our living will. We can trust him with psychology. We can trust him from day-to-day -day operations. We can trust him when there's a storm. Write it down. Trust is the central part of all human relationships. And I, I've never really dug into trust like this before, but I'm going to add it when I do weddings and marriage counseling. Because many people enter into a marriage carrying baggage from their previous relationship. And they're all weighed down. You got the clean closets. You got to empty yourself from bad relationships in the past. People leave other churches and come and they're looking for me to fulfill the dreams that they had in the other ministries. This is an interdenominational spirit-filled fellowship. 
We welcome all denominations. So our denomination, this is not a denomination, but if you're still denominational minded, you'll be looking for signs of your denomination here. And it's an interdenominational spirit-filled fellowship. It's good to know that. But trust is a central part of human relationships, including romantic partnerships, family life, business operations, politics as well, and medical practices. I want you to think about your doctor. <laughs> you trust him when you don't know what he's doing. If you notice doctors come in your room, man, they in there three minutes and it costs $300. I mean, they come in, okay, Bill, this so you, you all right, everything okay? Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, we got to change this and change that. We're going to put you on this particular med. Blood pressure is a little high. I'm going to increase the, the, the centipril to maybe five milligrams. Do that twice a day and we're out of here. Are there any questions? And no, sir. And he steps to the next one. Check the bill out. That was $350. No wonder they're able to make $300 plus per year. That's $300 from you. That's only three minutes. The next person, $300. That's six minutes. The next person, $300. You understand now? We trust them. We trust that. We trust that whole system. We do it all of the time. Well, I'm just, I just read something. I see a little blockage. We're going to need to go in next week. What? Yeah, we're going to have to open you up and do all of this to you. You'll be okay, though, because I've done a hundred of those. There's no problem. We're going to work it out. You don't know what happens when you put to sleep. You don't know how you turn. You don't even know if you died and they revived you. You trust them. You trust another human being with your life all the time. Every time you get in an airplane, every time you get in a vehicle, Every time you walk the street, every time you catch a bus, every time you go to work, especially when you're working with machinery. You're trusting somebody with your life. I want you to think about it. You don't trust your psychotherapist, okay? If you don't trust your psychotherapist, you will never get the benefit of their professional advice. Can't sleep at night. You know what? I can really give you, you need to sleep and stop eating so late. You need to sleep and stop eating so late. You need to sleep, not during the day. Just go ahead and block yourself from sleeping during the day. Get a little exercise program. Go about 20 minutes on the treadmill. You'll get tired and you'll sleep better at night. No, they're going to tell you I'll give you Ambien. You trust what they say. I can give you some expertise on how to sleep better, but they're not trained to teach you that. They're trained to either do surgery or to give you more medication. You understand that? So you can do a little research right now, a little Google, and say, how can I go to sleep at night? Well, get on the exercise program, do so-and-so and so, do this and that, eliminate this. You're eating too much sugar. When you eat sugar, sugar is like orgasm. Sugar will keep you alive. Sugar will keep you all up like this here. If you want to lessen that, cut down the sugar, and you'll fall asleep. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. Maybe it's the storm. Maybe it's the winds blowing. Got me all hyped today. (laughs) 
We trust people that don't even look like God more than we trust God. With our partnerships, our family life. I'm going to fam- get family counseling. I don't want church counseling. I don't want them in my business. But I'll go to a therapist and they'll tell us what we need to do. When they take principles from the Bible and they take Proverbs and just put it in another term and tell you what to do. Amen. Like get forgive everybody. You trust politicians all the time. Whatever they say, you go for it. I'm going to give you free this. I'm going to give you free that. We're going to make sure you have no college, no college uh, fees anymore. We're going to eliminate all of that. Look at all of these young people running toward it. Or I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to keep all of the rapists out. I'm going, oh yeah, we believe in that. Where's the wall? Throw you a few pennies, throw you a few court justices, and all of a sudden you're okay. What's happening after the next eight years? I thought you believed in character. I thought you believed nobody's supposed to lie. You hold me to those, you hold me to those, 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 those qualities, but you don't hold nobody else to it. What are we talking about here? When are we going to stand up and say right is right and wrong is wrong from the White House to the church house? What are we going to say it? I call out everybody. I don't care. When Barack Obama did wrong, I stood here and said he should not have agreed with same-sex relationships. Where's the church? What are you going to say? Trump is wrong. He shouldn't say this about women. He shouldn't call them out of their name. He shouldn't tweet like he's tweeting. Where are you at, church? You think the world is going to trust the church after Trump is gone? If you don't stand up now and call it out, we're going to have problems after the next six years. You got to call it out. You don't have to be mean, but you got to call it out. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Just like you say, Bishop, a little extra today. He shouldn't have said that. Say that about Trump. He shouldn't tweet. You get mad with me, you out of the church, go for it. You can't leave America. This is the place we live in. And when are you going to call it out? I'm just saying, okay? You don't like me. I don't listen. I'm I'm way beyond that. I'm telling you what I see. The inconsistencies in leaders. Where the preacher, you better do what's right until it's your child. You understand what I'm saying? Where the preacher's at until it's your child. Oh. If it's wrong, it's wrong for everybody. If it's right, it's right for everybody. Distrust ought to be several things. Number one, distrust, biblical trust, ought to be sincere and unreserved. An unreserved parking space means it's empty. So if it's not reserved, anybody can park there. And you should be able to park your uncertainty in the space of trust and rest. It's unreserved. All of these parking spaces are open. You decide to pull into it. And then park your car there and trust it to be in the right place. It needs to be sincere 
and unreserved. In other words, you trust with abandonment. You're not trusting and still holding on to what you think and uncertainty like it's your friend. You got to let it go and trust in the Lord. If your trust is sincere and unreserved, you won't put your trust. You already parked in, in that parking spot called trust. You, you then can't park in idol worship. You can't park your vehicle in the, in the, in the parking spot called men or women. You can't put your trust in talents or gifts. You can't put your trust in the stock market or riches. You can't put your trust in power, not even in our own selves. You must put your trust in the Lord. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2511. That's reference number 2511. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. In the hustle and bustle of everyday living, sometimes we miss moments, intimate moments with our children. And that is, I believe we need to pull them close, look them in the eye, and say, I love you. I'm with you. And I would like to encourage you today. Don't allow the sun to go down without you pulling your children close, up close, same air close, and tell them that Jesus loves them. But remember to tell them that you love them too. 
Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.